A couple of years ago, my life was turned upside down as COVID-19 ripped the music industry apart. In the space of a day, I saw over 100 gigs get cancelled. That equaled thousands of dollars of income for me. I'd already been badly impacted by the horrific bushfires we experienced in Eastern Australia that summer. The loss of so much work after a few months of lean times was very challenging for me, and my mental health did take a bit of a hit. To be honest, it was more than just a hit at times. Now, fortunately, I'm back working as a musician, and I'm working a lot, and a lot of people are noticing. I've had a few messages and calls from people, other musicians, who have asked for advice on what it is that I'm doing to be so in demand. So I'd like to offer up some advice for those of you who play and want to see your bookings increase. And also for those of you who might just be starting out and not sure of how or where to start. The music industry is a funny place and there are so many aspects to it. Some are good and some are absolutely awful. And there are many opinions on how and what it means to be a working musician. A lot of people truly have no idea. And although they are adamant they are right in whatever they are saying, they generally haven't actually worked as a musician or really have any understanding of the whole thing. Now, I've been fortunate enough to work at all levels of the industry, from playing to nobody in a pub, playing on the beach for a wedding, through to playing at major festivals and touring. I've literally played thousands of gigs now, and I've also worked as a studio musician, a composer for film and television, a guitar gear demonstrator, and I've done a few other things as well. So how have I managed to do this? Well, to be honest, talent has little to do with it. And talent is very subjective. I've had people call out to me at a gig that I'm the best guitarist that they have ever seen. And then a few minutes later be told by someone else that I'm a poor excuse for a guitarist or a musician, sometimes even a human, and that I'm an absolute hack on the thing. So be it. In this first episode, I want to talk about something that we don't always consider when thinking about work, and that's integrity. Integrity as a musician, and more than that, as a person, has been fundamental to me working as much and for as long as I have. The music industry in Australia is not that big. We often know or know, know of other people who are working in the field, and people's reputations and character are often known in advance. The moody artist stereotype won't get you very far. It might, and I say might, work if you are planning on being a megastar. And if that is your career plan, well, all power to you, and let me know how you are going to do it, because there are many people who'd love to hear it. At that place in the industry, there is too much money tied up for people to get away with being a git for too long. I have worked for a couple of people who have been managed by a large international recording company, and they have acted as though they are far more important than who they truly are in the grand scheme of things. Their career trajectory went up and came down pretty quickly. And those who are still playing gigs, and not all of them do stay around either, often playing in the same venues as I am, and probably for the same money, and to be honest, sometimes I know it's for less than what I'm getting paid. So taking a step back from that sort of thing, most of us are looking at working consistently in the local industry, be that Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, or you know, across Australia. 
And that is something I really want to focus on and help others with. So let's get back to integrity. Who are you and what do you stand for? This is a question that is much bigger than just being a musician, of course. But our lives are not lived in isolated segments. Who we are as a person in private is going to affect and influence who we are as a musician and whatever else we're doing. How do you treat other people? At one stage, I worked regularly in a couple of shows for someone. And I actually considered him a friend beyond just being workmates or the fact that I was generally working for him. One of the shows had been booked a year in advance for an event that was around a six hour drive from where I lived at the time. It was locked in my diary from the day I was asked to commit to the show. And on the actual day of the show, I received a phone call after I'd been driving for around three hours, informing me that he decided to just use someone else that night instead. I was less than happy and less than impressed. To be honest, I didn't speak to him for a number of years after that. Another singer let me know that we were no longer working together by simply removing themselves from our shared digital diary. They also removed themselves from social media accounts that we shared and they stopped responding to text messages, even if I just asked how they were. There was no explanation, no conversation around the decision to do so. They've not spoken to me again. Someone else lied to me about a gig being changed by the venue on the morning of the actual gig. But they assured me they would make it up to us, as in the venue would make it up to us, with another gig. Now the other gig was six months later. That really doesn't help. And that wasn't going to help me with paying the bills in the next week. I had committed the money that I was expecting to be paid that night, because it was a cash job, to my car registration which was coming up. When the real reason came out and his lie was exposed, and that was actually that he'd cancelled the gig to go and do something else, he went into a rage and a meltdown over the phone about how he was the only one that mattered. He only ever had to think of himself and his career was all that was important to him. I haven't gone out of my way to name and shame these people and I don't advise doing that. Some people decide to have uh, you know, a war on Facebook with someone else that's done them wrong. I don't think that's the place to really do that. But having said that, I've had other musicians, bands, agents and venues ask me for a reference on them, wanting to know how reliable they are or what they like to work with. And I haven't been malicious, but I've also told the truth. I haven't shielded their character in trying to downplay some of the things that they've done or what they are like to work with and whether they will end up costing you money, opportunity or causing frustration. Now some of these people that, I've, that have acted this way have a terrible reputation. One person has had, I don't know how many musicians work for them. There are other people that have been like this too, of course, and some of them can't really work anymore because no one will work for them or with them. You might get away with lying once or twice. You might get away with treating people badly. And to be honest, we all make mistakes. We are all human. But it won't last. As I said, the industry is tiny. If you wish to play good gigs regularly, your character is part of your calling card. So keep that in mind. 
you'd enjoy this podcast and you'd like to hear it continue, perhaps you could consider supporting its continuance via my Patreon site, or you could buy me a coffee. There'll be a link in the description below.